Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Righty's here, Bubba. Welcome in. Uh, what's your? Uh, let me take your temperature. How's your temperature right now? You know, it was, it was a rough weekend, Wes. I think I'm I'm, I'm doing better. I, hey, I, my little my little ten year old won a tournament yesterday, so that made me feel a little bit better. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was a rough weekend. Listening to Phil on the air of uh, Saturday, every time he said, uh, "And Alabama leads eighteen to five, I I really just. I wanted to gag. It was really, it was, it was painful. But uh, man, that's that's the game, man. We just, uh, what's crazy is we went into Alabama. At least, at least I did, feeling great. I felt like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to go in there and at least take two out of three. I think we're going to sweep them, put ourselves in great position to, to host a regional, a super regional, and then, man, we just go in there and feel like we just kind of, we just didn't get it done. It was, it was bad. Yeah, it was, Bubba, and I felt the same thing. Uh... Thursday night after they uh, beat Alabama, and I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm like, you know, Bama's just not very good. They're, they're, they don't have any power. They're, they're, you know, that was their supposedly best pitcher. And I'm like, yeah, Arkansas's going to sweep them. I felt good Thursday night that Arkansas was going to sweep. And then Friday, and things were rolling along Friday. And then Bama gets a little nubber, a little single. Uh, you know, they hit one in the hole, and then they get a line drive, and then they get another little nubber, and then they bunt a guy. And the next thing you look up, Connor's out of the game, and they scored five runs. And I'm like, how did that just happen? And then it happened again. It's so frustrating. It, that small ball, I got to give Bama credit. But then again, I thought they got some breaks with some of the hits. Well, I do too. And and look, I'm going to equate this. People don't care about my ten year old baseball team, but our first game yesterday was that exactly. It was 9:45 yesterday morning. It was cold. Everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong against our team. There were there were a couple of really bad calls. Umpires were in bad positions. They admitted they missed the call. Little squibs off the end of the bat. Some bloopers. Um, just everything that could go wrong. We had no reason to win that game. And somehow we came back and scored four runs in the last inning. Everything changed. We had a ball down the line that was foul called fair for a double. Uh, we had a blooper. We had a dribbler, you know, right past the pitcher's mound. We had one hard hit ball in there. Anyway, long story short, we came back and won. And the reason I'm saying that is because that's baseball. It can happen. And look, a lot of people are writing this team off and, I'm not on all the social sites and reading, but I, I the, what's getting back to me is the fans are just all over these guys, and I hope they, I, I hope they're not. I hope it's not that bad. I get it. People are frustrated, but look, baseball, we can we can change this thing in a hurry. We can go down there and win a couple games. Now, we're not going to host the super regional. That's out. Um, we can go down there and win some games and still get a regional at bomb. Um, you know, or go down there and lose two, come back home and get ready for it, and go to go to still D one baseball as it's in Stillwater as a two seed. Go to Stillwater, brand new stadium, uh, beat up on Oklahoma State, and then uh, who knows from there what could happen? Anything can happen. I don't know if you remember at this point last year, uh, 
Mississippi State absolutely limped into the the SEC tournament. They got run world two games. They lost the series. Then they go into the SEC tournament. Um, they get run world two games. Well, they end up winning the national championship. So, man, crazy things, crazier things have happened. So, my glass is still half full. I'm a little frustrated, but it's still half full. Yeah, Bubba, I'm a very optimistic person, uh, like you, and uh, it just—it's it, hard though to see uh, a turnaround. What what needs to happen? How does that happen? I mean, how did Mississippi State do it? How do you do? You manufacture that? Is it coached? I mean, just what has to happen to just to to turn things around dramatically like that? You know, it's it's contagious, Wes. Baseball is so contagious. One pitcher needs to go out there and bow his neck and have a good start. A couple of hitters in the lineup need to really just get hot. And they can just roll from there. I, I know the ability's there. I, I know this team's capable of doing it. You know, and, and, you know, people are down on Robert Moore. I hate to see that because there's not a harder-working Razorback than Robert Moore. And he's just trying so hard to make everyone happy. I still think Robert Moore's going to flip that switch and finish strong. Um, I don't know. I, I just it's, it's hitting's contagious, but so's not hitting. And the same with pitching. You know, one guy goes out there and struggles, can't can't throw a strike. Then it, then it just radiates from there, and the next guy struggles. I mean, if you look at Alabama, eighteen runs, eleven hits, eleven walks, and we made two errors. That that's not Razorback baseball right there. I don't know that we'll ever see that again. Now, a lot of times you get punched in the mouth like that, you know, you'll, you'll respond. And so hopefully something like this might be just enough to get us, I don't know, not, not really, not that we're not down. I think it might be something that will get us to flip that switch, I hope, and light that fire in us and someone take the bull by the horns and take charge. Bubba Carpenter with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. What's happened with the starting pitching? You know, one thing that worried me early on, Wes, and, and I don't know if this is it or not, you know, we our starting pitchers do a lot of innings early on. We were going 95 to 100 pitches every week. Um, I don't know if they just threw too much, and now they're they're kind of getting a little dead arm at the wrong time. I don't know if that's it. I don't know if they're just going out and trying to be too perfect because the offense has struggled at times. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I wish I had the answer for you. I really don't. Um and, and part of that's bad luck. I think Connor Nolan's had some really bad luck. I mean, he's had some balls. He's had a couple of outings where he hadn't been his best. But teams have just, you know, nubbed balls to the right side, a little blooper here, a little dribbler through the infield. You know, he really has had some bad luck. Now, he hasn't been his best. He hasn't had that dominant put-away pitch um, that he had early on. But he still just hasn't had very good luck. And, you know, but once again, that's baseball. Bubba, is the bullpen taxed, do you think? <laughs> I think they're tired. I think you can see it in Evan Taylor. Evan Taylor looks like he's he's not as sharp as he was. Um, you know, they've thrown a lot of innings. But, you know, you can look at this two different ways. You you can you can look at the route that Mississippi State took last year, where they kind of went went down there, um, lost two, and came home and, and kind of regrouped and got their strength back, uh, got rested and got ready for a regional. 
or you can say, you know, hey, let's let's bow our necks to go down there and win some games and at least get a regional at Baum Walker. I think if we can get a regional at Baum Walker, uh, we can win that regional. Not that we can't go on the road. I think we go to Stillwater. I like our chances in Stillwater. I mean, we'll, the fans will travel. It's a beautiful new stadium. Um, so I, I haven't I haven't written this off yet, but I, I just think uh, you look at the. The, the bullpen, the talent's there. It's it's still there. And I know you, you're tired of me saying this to you every Monday, Wes. Um, I think they are a little tired. I think a, a little rest is going to do them some good. And hopefully we'll come out come out Wednesday uh, on, on, clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, what would you like to see right now? What's more important, the, the, the pitching get going, or they just need to start bashing the ball and, and, and say, hey, look, if we're going to struggle, we're, we're going to have to outscore some teams. What's more important right now? Well, I'll tell you a speech I give to our prospect teams at the, the start of every year. I say, look, guys, we don't always throw it straight. We don't always catch it, but we hit the crap out of the ball. I think we need to go to Hoover and absolutely mash the ball. And that takes pressure off our pitching staff. They can relax. They can go out there and make their pitches and not have to worry about being perfect with every pitch. That's what I think. I think we. I think our hitters, I think we press a little bit. I think we... We swung. I think good hitters are defined by what they don't swing at. I think we swung at too many pitches in Alabama. That's just my opinion. Other people are like, we're too selective. I don't think so. I, I think we're too aggressive early in the count. We're not – we're getting – we're hitting pitchers' pitches at times where we ought to be hitting pitchers' pitches. I say all the time, oh, oh, count. If you can't hit a double, don't swing. The first two strikes are yours. The third strike's for the team. So the first two strikes, get a pitch you can drive. If you can't drive it, don't swing at it. Third strike, get up on that plate, choke up, find a way to put the ball in play. If you dribble it out there somewhere, you can see what happened against Connor Nolan. Put the ball in play, and good things will start to happen. Yeah, Bob, I said that earlier. The, the strike zone yesterday or Saturday was very, very small for both teams. Alabama took advantage of it. They walked 11 times. And uh, I pulled up the box score, and I think Arkansas walked four times. And it was a terrible – unless you're a pitcher, and it was a great strike – or, I mean, a, a hitter, and it's, it, it was a great strike zone. Alabama was patient. Arkansas's not a patient team. And they used to be, Bubba. That, and I can remember even last year, they would work a starting pitcher. They would work his pitch count up. They would get him out of the game. That – is it – I know the philosophy with the coaching staff hasn't changed. Is it just the mentality of the the hitters? These are just aggressive guys. Well, they are aggressive, and and look, we we do have a scouting report on these guys, so we know what they're going to throw in certain counts. The tendencies are there. We're late in the year. I think they're going up there and they're they're trying to get their pitch, and just it just didn't always happen. And the philosophy hadn't changed. Um, I think they're just aggressive, and I think I think everyone's just trying to. I don't know if they're trying to do too much, Wes. It just it just seems like we're we're not as patient as we were early in the year. Early in the year our batting average, our team batting average was down. But boy, we were getting on base like crazy. Our on base percentage was way up. I just think we need to get back to that. I you know, once again I I tell my kids, look, if you get on base, if you get on base, if you get on base, we're gonna win. You know, it's about getting on base and generating runs, man. I'm a money ball guy. Get on base. It doesn't matter how you get there. Find a way to get on base and score runs, and, and good things will happen. You, if you look at our team, when we get to this point of the year, I don't look at season stats. I look at all SEC stats. And mm-hmm. we're hitting 254 as a team in the SEC. That ranks us 11th in the SEC. Team pitching, 
our earned run average is 4.43. That's second in the SEC. I mean, so the pitching's still doing even after the debacle on Saturday. I mean, our our team ERA it, it took a hit, but I mean, we're still up at the top ERA wise. We just need to start figuring out a way to to score runs. We're eighth in run scored. Uh, our offense. So, you know, on base percentage, we're six. So we're kind of right in the middle of the pack in run scored and on base percentage. Where before we were way up there. I think it's just getting back to that, to be honest with you, Wes. And I think if we'll start to score more runs, I think the pitching staff will follow. It's kind of the opposite approach. Pitching and defense wins. I think our hitters need to take some pressure off of our pitchers right now. Got Bubba Carpenter with us, thanks to our friends at Johnson's Home Center. You know, when things go bad, everybody's trying to figure out what's wrong, you know, and you you get all these uh, theories or whatever. Uh, Someone called in and and asked, and I said, I'm going to ask Bubba. That's a good question for Bubba. Who's the leader of this team? Who's the guy that rallies the troops? You know, I think it's Caden Wallace. You know, this is interesting the other night. And once again, people probably don't care what goes on when I'm sitting on my couch with my wife. My wife's sitting there, and then she she's a she's a Razorback fan. She's a she's like she's a baseball. Well, she's not a Razorback fan. She likes Razorbacks because I do. She grew up in Texas. I have to teach my kids to hate the Longhorns without her knowing about it. But we're sitting there, and her simple observation is, you know what we're missing this year? We don't have a Carson Shaddy. She said we don't have that guy that has that err. And I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And and she really is. We don't have that guy that has that that Carson Shaddy enthusiasm, that energy, that er, that I'm, you know, that everyone feeds off of. Now, to answer your question, I think it's Caden Wallace. I think he's, I think he's the leader of the team, but he does it quietly. He's not a raw raw guy. He lets his, he lets his performance speak for itself. But I think he's our leader. But Boy, the, the teams that I played on that that really were successful, we always had we always had that one guy that was kind of the clown. If you remember back in the day, a cowboy. Uh, shoot, what was his name? They called him Cowboy. Um, yep. uh, he was kind of the clown. He was the clubhouse guy. And then you had Carson Shaddy, the er, the energy guy. You got to have a little bit of both, and 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 maybe that's what we're missing right now. Well, uh, someone on live fan feedback just said uh, right before you said the gritty. They're, they're missing that grittiness that they've had before. And, and Carson Shaddy came straight to mind. That they, they, that that guy. I don't know who that would be. Uh, and, uh, I thought maybe Robert Moore, and maybe it's because he plays second base too. But he just seems to be that gritty baseball guy that that would be able to, you know. And he's smart, you know. Do you think he had that wisdom to get the team through this? Yeah, and you know what? When when we were at Auburn, do you remember the three-run homer he hit the left field in Auburn? And everyone got fired up. Everyone was super excited. I thought that was the moment. I thought that was the moment that the season was going to turn right there. Everything was going to turn around. And it just kind of it kind of fizzled after that. So we need another moment like that. It can be anything. It could be as simple as a, 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 a home run saving catch, rob a home run. Uh, it could be a, a two-out, two-strike, game-winning base hit. We just need that one play to kind of get us going. It's kind of like the uh, the dig home run um, uh, to right field. Uh, Kendall digs against Ole Miss. We need something. We need a big something big to happen to kind of get us rolling again. And 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 I hope it happens because I, I love these guys and I know how hard they work and I know they're frustrated. 
What do you think the pitching situation is for the uh, SEC tournament? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, hey, I don't know, Wes. I, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I was going to call Phil this morning to see if he's got a chance to, you know, kind of sit down with Dave and talk to him at all. I don't know. I know. I know. Dave mentioned. You know, there were there was talk that Hagen Smith was going to start um, the first game. I don't know if, if Will McIntyre might start it. I mean, they even mentioned Jackson Wiggins, but I don't think that's. I don't think they want to go there. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen on Wednesday. To be honest with you, um, we'll find out later today. Um, I'll shoot you a text as soon as I know. I know that doesn't help the listeners at all, but uh, man, I don't know. Who do you think they're going to go with Wednesday? You know, I thought. I thought it was going to be Will McIntyre, but then I was listening to his press conference and he threw out some all different kind of options. It sounded like everybody was on because no one pitched a lot over the weekend, you know. Uh, I think he even right. threw out Connor's name, and I was like, "Whoa, that that's that's a, a true curveball." I, I didn't see that one coming, but I, I think it's Will McIntyre. But um, and but then in, in in the very beginning, we thought it was going to be uh, Hagen Smith, uh, and, but. I think he may have pitched a day later than they thought he was going to pitch. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. That's why I asked you. I have no clue. You know, with him, Hagen threw what he th- set thirty-seven pitches yesterday or Saturday. Wiggins threw thirty-one. Hey, was that a quick trigger on Wiggins? Okay. Yes, it was. In my opinion, it was. But I think it was. I mean, I think it, they were. Dave had to do something. I think he felt like he had to make a move. I think it was a tight zone. I feel bad for Jackson. Um, but, boy, he's had really good stuff. His last two outings, he's had electric stuff. And, you know, if you can just get him to work through and get get hot and get on a roll, he can he can, he can can eat up some innings. So, I thought it kind of was. But I don't question Dave Van Horn. I really don't. You know, as it it's easy to look back and say, yeah, that was a quick hook. He went to Cole Ramage too soon. But, you know, I'm sure he saw something, whether he was aiming the ball. or just, There's there's a reason why he does it. Dave Van Orn doesn't he, – he's got a reason for everything he does, him and Matt Hobbs. And so, but it was. And, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave the ball to Jackson on Wednesday um, and said, go get him. Because I, I thought he pitched really, really well the last two outings. Even though as well, before this, before Alabama, I thought he had really good stuff, and I thought against Vanderbilt he had great stuff. Um, he was ninety six to ninety eight, his spotting of it on both sides of the plate. Slider was was getting better. He's still, you know, he's still learning that that breaking ball. The slider curveball's kind of morphed into one pitch, kind of a slur. But you know, I thought he had great stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one that gets the ball on on Wednesday morning. Hey, real quick, somebody had mentioned on, on one of our feedback, live fan feedback, or some at some point that Wiggins may be tipping his off-speed pitches. Do you see that at all? Okay, I I feel like he is. Now, there's times that he slows down when he throws an off-speed pitch, and you listen to the broadcast some. I think there's there's several guys in the SEC that when they throw an off-speed pitch, they do something different. And as a hitter, you don't have to know what it is. You just have to know. So with Jackson Wiggins, he's he's basically a fastball slider guy. Doesn't throw very many changeups anymore. I don't think he's got a lot of confidence in that pitch, but he's more of a fastball slider guy. So as a hitter, all you have to do is see something 
that says that's not a fastball and you know it's a slider. You got a really good chance of knowing what that is. And and I see him occasionally slow down on his delivery and his arm action is slightly different on off speed pitches, but there's several guys that do it around the SEC and sometimes you can see it and now look, I'm sitting in a booth totally relaxed. I'm not standing down there, you know, 60 feet, six inches away in a batter's box. It's a little different when you're standing down there, what you see and what you don't. But there's times that I've thought that they're either sitting on a breaking ball or they're seeing it. Um, because a lot of times they're right on that slider and it, it, it kind of, then if you know, when the sliders come, you're like, okay, this is a fastball here. Cause I know he's not throwing the slider. It, it makes it easy as a hitter, but I haven't seen anything on video and, if there's something he's doing with his hands, and I know you know this, Wes, there's a, there's so many things. Your hands can be an inch higher on a fastball, an, an inch lower on a breaking ball, or your glove can be tilted on a fastball breaking ball. If if he were doing something like that, I guarantee you Matt Hobbs and the staff would have picked up on it. But there might, there might be something in there that, that, they're, that they're tweaking right now. Hey, Bubba, i got a question here on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Uh, they're asking about Austin Ledbetter. Uh, what happened to him? Well, he just uh, quit hitting his spot, to be honest with you. When he came in that first Tuesday night and worked fast, uh, he had three pitches he was throwing for strikes. I'm like, this guy, now he doesn't have the 95-mile-an-hour fastball, but you don't need that. He's pitching around 90 miles an hour, changing speeds, hitting spots. And then all of a sudden he just, you know, he kind of lost it. He couldn't. He couldn't. Couldn't command his fastball. Couldn't get the secondary pitch over. And Dave lost confidence in him. And you know, once Dave loses confidence in you, it's hard to get it back. I thought Friday night Connor looked good. I thought he was rolling, and then he had that bad inning. And we may have seen some frustration. I did not see it. I was listening. Uh, I was driving back uh, from dinner, and I heard Phil say something that apparently did. Connor say something to the home plate umpire after a, a, a walk. And then the umpire got after him. Did you see that? Yeah, and listening to listening to Phil, it sounds like something. Yeah. So and and look the the um the umpiring's really been bad, and and I don't I don't want to blame anything on the umpire, but the zones have been bad, and I know I know the guys have been frustrated. I think Dave's been frustrated at times with the strike zone. It's kind of a roaming strike zone, and I don't know. All of a sudden, they're evaluating the umpires. The SEC guys are. Um, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what the consequence is for missing pitches, but I've, I've seen more bad calls this year than I've ever seen since I've been doing this. And, um, it's frustrating. And I know the guys are because they throw a pitch, they hit a spot and one time it's a strike. The next time it's a ball. Well, you don't, you don't know what to do as a pitcher. And so, and Connor's not a guy, he's pretty even kill out there on the man. He doesn't show a whole lot of emotion. He never does that with an umpire. So it must've been pretty bad. I was listening. I wasn't watching, but it must have been bad for Connor to get fired up about it. All right, Bubba, we've been trying to uh, be uh, positive as much as possible, and you've helped us, but what is the vibe up there like for women's softball? I mean, and with Texas coming in, a chance to go to Oklahoma City, what is it like up there? Well, I'm thinking about staying home from Hoover and going to watch them play. <laughs> That's where my vibe's at. I'd love to see them beat up on Texas, but hey, it, you know, it's, it's awesome. You know, so Wes, I have a daughter that, that uh, she played one year of softball, and she had a bad coach and didn't like it, got into dance. And uh, to this day, I regret it because I think she'd have been a really good softball player. So I've always, I've always been fascinated with fast pitch. 
we have a prospect fast pitch team um, that's really good. I've got a guy that runs our organization on the fast on the the fast pitch side that does an awesome job. Uh, some of the players come up and are in the facility, so I get to see them up there. The vibe is awesome, and you see you see the little girls wearing uh, um, Razorback gear all over the place in my facility, all around town. Every time you turn on the radio, they're talking about fast pitch. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome what Courtney Dyfel's done. And I love listening to her talk. I, I like the energy she talks with. Um, so I think it helps. I think it really helps people here having that and knowing that, you know, we got Texas coming to town. I think it's going to be a fun weekend here. I think it's, uh, it's kind of ironic that we've gone from uh, a couple of weeks ago arguing if the SEC tournament meant anything to now it means a whole lot. You know, last year the SEC tournament didn't mean hardly anything, but Arkansas went out and won it. And this year, you know, we we're like, ah, oh, who cares about the SEC tournament? And now they got to go. If they want to host a regional, they got to go and play well and, and win several games, I think, two, three games to, to get back in the conversation of hosting a regional. How important is it to you they host a regional? Well, I, I think it's real important for us to get on a roll. I think we need to be here at Ballmarker. I'm not saying we can't go on the road and do it, but I just think we, we're a different team here at home. But let me ask you a question, Wes. Um, I'm sick of hearing about RPI. You know, I mean, RPI this, RPI that. It, it, I hate it. The game has a heartbeat. It, it shouldn't matter, you know, what a computer generates and spits out. It should be, look, we're, what we've done over the course of the season. You know, we're in the third, we're what, 33 RPI? We shouldn't be that low RPI. I get it. We laid an egg this weekend in Alabama. Um, their RPI is low, so it hurt us more. But I, I'm I'm sick of hearing about the RPI, and I wish they would they would quit putting so much emphasis on that. I think that just gives them a, I don't know if it's a scapegoat or gives it gives a selection committee an excuse for for some of the stuff they do. But what do you you've been around? You you understand this stuff. What do you think about the RPI? Yeah, I don't get it um, because. It, 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 it's, you look at some of the teams ahead of Arkansas and their record against top 25 teams, and then you look at Arkansas's record, and it's – I don't understand it. I don't – I didn't understand it for basketball. I certainly don't understand it for baseball. Um, but I, I know that this is a team that finished second in the SEC West, and they should be in the conversation about hosting a regional for what they did in the SEC play alone. Look, it's not their fault that some of the teams that they scheduled early in the season that they thought were going to be good, and as Coach said, that team thought they were going to be good. And that's why they came to Baumwalker Stadium. Well, they haven't had a good year, and, and Arkansas's wins over those teams early in the year is not helping them at all in the RPI. So it's kind of unfortunate. Right. But when you play in the SEC and you finish – Second in the West, you, no, you, you should be – that almost ought to, should be a qualifier right there. You're, you're going to take the top two out of the East, the top two out of the West, and those are the teams that are going to be hosting regionals for you, those four out of the 16. That's not a whole lot to ask. You, you know, the SEC's got the best conference in baseball, right? So why wouldn't right. one-fourth of the regional sites be from the SEC? Amen, brother. I love the way you said that. We got 18 wins in the SEC. That should get us something. Um, I just don't get it. It's frustrating. But, you know, you got more power than I do. Maybe you can start the lobby and get that changed. <laughs> Bubba, have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Text me the pitching plans. All right, I'll do it. Uh, 
we'll uh, we'll go down there and get us some wins, and we'll get back in the good graces. We'll be we'll be okay. So uh, the the sun's going to come up tomorrow, fellas. I want them to host the regional just so I can come back up and see you next weekend. Hell yeah, that sounds good. Well, let's. I'll, I'll relay that to the player. See if they can uh, they get it done for you. Take care, Bubba. We'll talk to you next week. All right. See you guys. Go on.